Hello and welcome to the How To Hobby Podcast. I'm your host, John Power, bringing you episode 84 of our podcast. Tonight is going to be a big, big, big moment for us here as we break down our 2023 Christmas lists. It's a big deal here at the at the platform, and I want to welcome my fearless co-host to the desk tonight, Sean Bennett. How is the week going, my man? Oh, it's going so good. We're we're getting ready to close out for because we shut down for the last week of the year at close work, so we only have two week two work weeks left. So we're we're trying to do that scramble to get everything done, but everyone's kind of starting to have that. We'll deal with this after the holidays mood and, and <laughs> everyone's like, oh, okay, we're, we're getting to Christmas. So everything's like winding up and winding down simultaneously, depending on which project owner or project manager you're talking to, but it's, it's good. I'm getting a lot of really good work. I'm, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing and it's just been a good, good week. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm riding a high, hopefully carrying me to Christmas. I, I love it, Sean. I mean, you, you mentioned that meme about a week ago. The uh, this is looking like a next year problem or yep. something to that degree. <laughs> I think everybody has their time frame where they hit it, and and I yeah I think we're getting close to the universal time frame of hitting it. Yep. If that makes yep. sense, hundred so, percent. So do you close down next week or no the following week? So we're closed okay. down from Christmas to New Year's. So the following that first last week of the year, uh, we're fully shut down. Perfect. I love it. Well. I'm glad you're going to have some time to spend with loved ones as I am as well. And actually this last weekend was one of the first weeks where I actually took advantage of the entire long weekend. I am, Ooh. I have been one of those people that, uh, I've just worked through the, the 980 because well, I guess in general, I don't mind working five days in a row. I just mm-hmm. it kind of, you still get the weekend. It's not the end of the world. And if there's things you got to do, you just kind of got to do them. So yeah, I don't, I don't mind. It's, it's less stressful for me. Everybody can break it up differently, but it's less stressful for me to leave it or, or feel like I have to get it all done within the 980 during yep. the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm able to spend more time with the family, like kind of detox or not like, well, yeah, like detox from work, but also detach from work at a reasonable time instead of going into the night or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but this last weekend I actually took the entire Friday through Sunday and it was, man, nice. that is, that is smooth. Let me just tell you. I mean, I can't believe, I wish that was more common for, for all those who don't, don't get it. I think that should be the new. I new wish, thing. I wish we had it. I think everyone should do it. And for anyone who's not familiar, the 980 schedule is like Northrop specifically does it. I think GA may do it, but it's where you work 80 hours in nine days. So you work nine hours for every day and then you get that 10th day off. So you get every other Friday off. And I think anyone I've talked to who has it really, really likes it. Yeah, because it's not that hard to tack on an extra hour. Mm-hmm. within the within your time frame so yeah no i th- I think it totally makes sense and um it's been really it, it was good and and this last weekend i actually went to sedona to, to break Ooh. down the break out the mountain bike i should say 
little little winter Sedona action, Sean. It was like 30s in the morning. We got up there, it was 26. <laughs> and uh, got on the bike with the gloves on, full winter gear. And then, uh, you know, warmed up to a nice balmy 50. It was like perfect riding weather. Cold breeze. Mm. And uh, just really, really enjoyed a, a nice time on the mountain with a good buddy. And did happen to take a little little scalping. There, there happened to be a, one of my buddy liked to joke. I hit the only tree that could potentially <laughs> inflict damage on you. Uh, not rocks. Not anything that you would expect to hit while mountain biking, but the tree. I hit the tree. <laughs> and it. Uh, to be fair, it was quite an awkward fall. I wish I had video to show. And I should have done that. I should have had the GoPro going just to show the listeners how gooberish uh-huh. it would be on a mountain bike. Uh, and I am not immune to the goobery because I like slid down the rock face, like boss control my real rear tire. I mean, to be fair, it was it was a hard trail. It's called Highline. Highline Sedona is known as one of the top tier advanced uh, mountain bike trails in in Sedona, okay. and it's like I mean, you can tell how what like there's like indentations in almost every rock. That's how many people oh ride my, this trail. Yeah, I did a quick Google search. This looks nuts. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's where I fell. So it's not like I was just you know out there doing something. <laughs> low quality or anything listeners i mean I, I i have standards i just happen to hit a tree on a really hard trail this looks like a really cool trail i would recommend anyone who, who's not familiar with it i also wasn't very familiar with sedona i know you talked about it a couple of times but yeah look at the highline sedona trail this looks beautiful i will like actually classic put, arizona yeah i so that there's some beautiful things about arizona i'll put a video a link to a video in the description that i i recommend it's the downhill section of this trail, but done by a very well-known uh, mountain bike rider named Nate Hill. And man, when you watch him do it, it's just awesome. He's super fast and flowy. And it just, anyway, it really inspires you to be like, oh, I could do this a lot better. I could do this mm-hmm. way more exact and, and fun. And anyway. So uh, yeah, that that was my weekend. What what'd you end up doing, Sean? Uh, I actually ended up going out to dinner. This was, I think, one of the the best dinners I've been to in a really long time. Eating out, I ah. went to dinner with one of our our friends, Vicente. We used to work with him. He's now my neighbor, and we, <laughs> me and his wife, Ali, and I went out to a place called Azuki Sushi in near downtown ish San Diego, and. I'd never been to this place. I'd heard good things about it, but I will tell you, I've been eating sushi my entire life. Being born in Japan, you know, that being a huge part of my household growing up, like I eat sushi a lot. This was some of the best quality sushi I've ever had in my life. It was expensive. I know, I know it was expensive, but it was absolutely worth it. The food was amazing. I had the coolest cocktail. It was a wasabi matcha cocktail. I've never had anything like it before. It was amazing. Vicente and I split a craft of sake. We did sushi and appetizers. It, It was just a really, really fun experience. Hanging out with friends and then eating really good food. And then we went back to their apartment, hung out for a while and just kind of chatted and, and, and just 
spent good time with really good people. And I really enjoyed it. It was a perfect cap to my weekend before going back to work. So yeah, if anyone is in San Diego looking for high quality sushi, Azuki Sushi, it was out of this world. So I, I know we have, have to go to, when you come, John. I, yeah, I'm going to have, because we've been, we've had a, uh, this on the books here. So yeah, Izuki yes. Sushi is going to be on the books and uh, a great way to celebrate uh, another wonderful year at the How To Hobby podcast. And that's yes. actually a great transition, listeners. <laughs> if you're new here, welcome to the show. We we just, we couldn't keep the lights on here if it wasn't for you listening. So we appreciate you. We thank you for tuning in. And if you wouldn't mind, if you like what we're doing here on the on the platform, uh, give us a five-star review and follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, welcome into the How To Hobby Podcast Lounge. We have the most comfortable leather-bound seats. Your bum will thank you as you sit down and enjoy the Wasabi uh, cocktail. What was it, Sean? Yeah, it was a wasabi matcha vodka cocktail. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Those are coming up on deck. And uh, for those that are 21, of course, Uh, for everyone else, we do have another, all all your favorite Pepsi products. I actually don't know who are, are, who's our soda guy, Steve. Okay. (laughs) Steve's busy, but he's, he's out there sourcing the soda right now. So uh, I'll get with him later. Uh, Anyway, Sean. Yeah, thanks for for being here as always. We got a great desk here to lay our our stuff out and just break it down. We have a rip-roaring episode tonight. It's our 2023 Christmas lists, and we're going to start off with a bang. Uh, And if you wouldn't mind dropping us a line in the comments of this episode, if you're listening on Spotify, we want to know in the comments below what your Christmas top Christmas present is this year or on your wish list. This is really what this is. This is our wish list and it's going to be really fun. We're going to break it down for you tonight live. This will be coming out on Friday, 6 a.m. as always. And man, we got so much more to come before the end of the year, Sean, but this is going to be a good one. Let's dive into it. Break down your first wish list item for the listenership. Yeah, mine is, it's really simple. But it's something that I've really wanted for a while. It's everyone's familiar with the Streamlight. So Streamlight is a brand that makes flashlights, whether it's handheld, industrial size flashlights, or flashlights for handguns or for long rifles. They just do a bunch of different flashlights. There's specifically a new Streamlight that I want. And this is going back to, in my opinion, everybody in the world should carry a pocket knife and a flashlight with them at all times. Because nine times out of 10, when you need to see something in the dark, you probably need to see it pretty quick or it's pretty important. This is really important when I'm taking the dog out to go to the the bathroom and I'm trying to make sure she's not eating anything out on the sidewalk. Or you drop your keys or you do whatever. I always, always, always carry a flashlight with me. And my current pocket flashlight is starting to kind of die a little bit. It's not holding a charge as long and it's getting kind of beat up. So there's this new Streamlight that I actually bought one for Kate a while ago and I love it. It's like 300 lumens for eight hours or it has a high beam of like 600 lumens for 30 seconds at a time it's crazy bright really really nice i'll put a link to it in the show notes but yeah my my top it's it's utilitary but it's it's a streamlight wow 
this thing looks 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 cool. So what what was your criteria when you were looking? I think what would be interesting for the listenership is how did you how did you come to land on this product, Sean? I'm sure there's plenty of flashlights out there for us to pick up if we wanted to. What was yeah. kind of your criteria? And that might be a an interesting way for us to continue this segment is kind of break down what we were looking for, what really stood out to us feature wise. So we can give everybody just a little bit more value. Maybe they'll round out their Christmas list with some of your tips. Yeah. So the first one is brand. Streamlight is a very, very well-known brand and they have a ridiculous warranty. It's similar to what we see at REI. You know, it's one of those oh. things you could run over with your truck and go, hey, I broke it and they'll just send you a new one. I mean, it's it's nuts. So I really like Streamlight. Their customer service is also really great. It's also really common. Everybody has some sort of a Streamlight from what I can tell. And they're a really reputable brand. So that's how I did that. Picking the actual one that I wanted, I wanted something that would fit in my hand, but would also fit in my pocket. They, The one that I want is a flat rectangular profile. So it fits really well in your pocket against your thigh, but it has a nice button. So it's not a push button. You actually, it's a switch. So it's easier to control when your hands may be cold at night or something like that. So, and it's really bright with a long battery life. So that was the reason I went with that. Also, as a USB-C charger instead of a micro USB, ah. every everything nowadays is going USB-C. So I figure if I can have as many of my devices use the same plug, I only have to have a couple of cords. So it's nice. it's a big plus for me. So which uh, which specific one. one are you going for? I'm, I'm on so, their website now. It seems like they have a ton. So which yeah, one? so I I put a link in the show notes for Amazon, but it's specifically the it's their wedge so it's the streamlight 88810 the wedge it's a 300 lumen slim everyday carry flashlight includes usb-c cord lanyard and i wanted the one that's black house comes in coyote brown but it's it's about four or five inches long and it just perfectly fits in my pockets i love how it fits in my hand the battery is ridiculous it lasts what feels like forever and uh, yeah, so the Streamlight Wedge 300 wow. is okay. the top, top, top of my list because I will literally use it every single day. That's that's great. I, I you know, it's something I haven't dived into personally, but uh, yeah, I, I think I think it's something that could be a very lucrative option for people out there that maybe have dogs and do a lot of mm-hmm. activities. I do use lights every single day. So I will say that on my bike, I have my night rider lights. So I also do have a, a, a an array of lights I kind of use mm-hmm. in my daily life. I But I, those kind of stay on the bike. And if I ever need one, I just take it off the bike and I just use it when I, yep. when I needed it outside. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, great, great, great way to start off the show, Sean. Uh, I am, I'll, I'll bring us in to number two which is I'm, I'm looking for a good mountain bike pant uh, because I actually was very cold this weekend. Uh, so when, I guess when it comes to weekend riding, uh, or sorry, weekend, weekend winter riding, I, I am one of those people and I will say, Sean, um, I'll kind of ride what I have until it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed out here is man, it gets cold in the winter. Like I've been so cold. Sometimes I don't have leggings yet or mountain bike pants. I don't Mm -hmm. have either one that's kind of used, I guess, specifically for cycling. But man, if you go out early in the morning, like before the sun is up, it can be so cold out here with that dry bone chilling cold. 
And and so that's something that I'm looking to get. Uh, I don't have one in mind. I'm actually kind of just looking at brands like Backcountry. Uh, they, okay. they, I know they have a really good amount of, uh, of, I think they even make their own pants. So that's an area where I'm kind of looking. Also, it would help my, uh, it would help my, my legs. Cause uh, you should see, I'll send you a photo of my leg, Sean. Um, yeah. <laughs> that sounded really strange. Uh, <laughs> they are shot. Um, I come home and it's like, you know, if you're just rocking, I did have knee pads on, but this, this specific tree decided to come at me below the knee pad, which oh. is, which, you know, you're not, you're just not expecting, right? That's a yep. low blow tree. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was, that was unexpected. And, uh, I got, I got tore up. In fact, my knee pad, my, another reason my knee pad didn't last Sean. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, I straight up cut right through the knee pad. It came up the seam and, and just terrorized everything. So yeah, not great. Um, I mean, that's about as as that's about as bad of a of a weekend. Yeah. It was it was a great weekend. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but but in terms of like my gear and my leg, no, didn't no go good. well. No didn't good. Didn't go well. Yeah. So if anybody has any good recommendations for mountain bike pants, it's on my <laughs> list, and it's a gift. So I'm just you know pick pick something and uh, tell me what what it should be. I don't have a criteria other than. It's a very simple one in this case. It keeps me warmer and it's higher durability than just a bare leg. So mm-hmm. really anything is going to be better than that. He's going to show up in jeans on the trail. <laughs> yeah, that, and, and no jeans, no jeans. Yeah, yeah see, well, that's so, the other problem. So your first one was something to protect your legs. My second one is something to protect my ears, actually. So as you know, I've talked about it several times, I love driving with the windows down. It is my favorite thing to do on the planet. I will do it everywhere, anytime I possibly can. One of the things I've noticed, combining driving with the windows down and then all of the things I've done in my life, I have really bad tinnitus. So I have destroyed my ears. I have really bad tinnitus. I have constant ringing. Uh, I have certain frequencies I can't hear very well. So I've, I've just destroyed my ears in the last 10, 15 years. And so I found these high fidelity earplugs that are made by Eargasm and they are, the intention is they protect your ears. So they reduce the decibel level to where it's not damaging your ears, but you still have what's called high fidelity to where you could still understand what people are saying. So it's used by bands. It's used by people in offices who need to focus more, but you still need to be able to talk with somebody. You can use it for motorcycle riders because they get all the wind noise. So my goal is, is I really want these high fidelity earplugs so that I can wear them while I'm driving so that I can protect my ears from the road noise, but I can still hear around me. I'll still have situational awareness of cars and motorcycles and honking and, and everything, people yelling, whatever it is, I'll still have that awareness. So yeah, then they're not that expensive and to protect my ears, I think it's super important because I've already damaged them enough. But yeah, so I'm my second list. I'm looking for some high fidelity earplugs. Ah, I and I have heard of that um, that brand before, so I can mm-hmm. say uh, that that's a that's a top tier brand. I I'm a drummer, and Sean knows this, and I'm big on ear protection. So I was I'm the nerd that when I go to shows, I have the the earplugs in. Mm-hmm. Um, people will make fun of you then, but they won't, or or in the moment, <laughs> but they yes. won't be they won't be laughing later on in life. Let me just say, put it that way. Um, you know, I really want to be able to hear and enjoy 
the later years of my life. So I wish uh, I'd figure that out when I was younger. That's like the number one piece of advice I would give anybody who's young right now. Protect your ears. Be the dude that rolls up in earplugs or headphones or anything. Please, for the love of God, protect your ears because just like your teeth, your ears are the only, it's one of the few things you can't get back, right? Mm, you can't, you yep. can't fix your ears. Once they're broken, they're broken. There is no fixing it. All you can do is put speakers in your ears with ear hearing aids, but there is no fixing it. There's a magical surgery. There's a magical drug you can take once they're broken, yeah. they're broken. And I no. discovered that way too late in life. And I wish I had learned it earlier. That's a really good point, Sean. Yeah, I, great value. And and I I didn't think of it in terms of that. But I know, yeah, I, I remember actually seeing, this sounds really nerdy, but when I was younger, when I went to the IMAX. You know how you go to the IMAX and, and watch a show every once in a while? Um, mm -hmm. But not at the, it was, this is before they were in theaters. This is when you could only see it at science centers. And one of the science center IMAX shows that I saw was actually the human body. Mm -hmm. And there was a segment on hearing and i distinctly remember this and it, it went in depth on how hearing works and how hearing loss works and i don't think the intent was actually that hey dumb kids don't be you know like be smart about your hearing it was more just talking about how like as you like as you your body succumbs to louder and louder decibels your ear just those those cells that are taking in the noise just mm -hmm. fall away like they just break yeah. apart and then they no longer are usable after you exceed a certain amount of decibel range for a duration of time mm -hmm. and it was breaking down all the different ways that you can have yourself in a high decibel environment and and the impact and if like you can get it back or not and it was just human body like i was just explaining this is how it works and but they like literally had like little animations of like going in the air and the cells like you know fading away and and they had like a girl i remember she she was had her walkman like this is how old it was she had like her ipad <laughs> or walkman and she was like jamming out in her in a room in front of the mirror and and the, and the narrator's like this is a young girl she doesn't realize it but just she's destroying her hearing it was like <laughs> See, you clearly paid, you, know, you remembered it all this time. And it's one of those things like, I, so I'm going to do a little PSA real quick. So I already said wear, wear hearing protection, but uh, what you don't understand is as you destroy your ears, the brain still needs to sense something coming from those nerve endings that don't exist anymore, right? Like your ear is damaged. It doesn't have anything. So your brain reads this no noise as really high gain. And that's where tinnitus comes from. So it's your brain trying to read signals from cells that don't exist anymore. So for the record, I live my life like I've been Call of Duty flashbanged. So I have Gosh. that high that high pitch tune 24-7. I'm hearing it right now as we're sitting here talking. I hear it all the time. I can't escape it. For the rest of my life, I will hear this fine wine in the background of every scene I'm in for 24-7. So please protect your ears. Wow. I mean, this is this is really good. And I again, like I think my main motivation behind it, Sean, was I'm a I'm a drummer and that's mm -hmm. that's about it. Like it just I, I realized younger that hey, if I want to be able to drum forever, I gotta take care of these things. So yep. it's it's always good and, and it's funny, I do agree it's pretty hilarious that I remember this specific IMAX film <laughs> because it was so corny at the time, but it still sticks with me the way they had it. Like it yep. was well done because it stuck yeah. with me. So that's all I, I would say about it. Um, and I did learn something too. 
So my next gift is actually a, a two-package deal, and it's something I am really excited to get into. Um, Sean, believe it or not, I actually blew up my drivetrain again on my bike. I don't know what's going Seriously? on. I think, yeah. So I went for a ride this last weekend, man, on my Friday when I was feeling good, mm-hmm. and I just crushed it. I mean, I went out for an hour on the bike, and this is going to be a humble, humble brag to the listenership. <laughs> Uh, but there probably is no such thing, but I, I'm pretty excited about it. I averaged 19.1 mile per hour over the entire hour duration. So what, what that means is pretty much you're obviously you're, you're, ab, you're most of the time well above 19 miles per hour mm-hmm. on the road. And, and I just felt great, man. It was just really solid time on the bike. Just quality felt like I was really killing it. But at the end, I guess I was really killing it because at the end, my drivetrain just decided like normally, you know, you can shift and I'm not going to lie. I mean, I've been riding my bike. I wouldn't lie to you listeners. I've been riding my bike for a long time. And so I can be a little bit aggressive on the shifts. Like, you know, to, to, to get peak performance out of your machine, right? It's down, 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 down. And then as soon as you hit it, maximum torque up, 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 right? Like that's Mm -hmm. the cadence is when you're really in it and you're just, I'm I'm pushing, right? And you're just really, so as you're taking each stride, when you get really good, you're hitting each gear, you know, in sync with that so that you're just ripping up through the gears. Okay. Back up, down, down four, back up four. Right. And, and it's a very rhythmic and. Almost like, again, this is some of the, the details that people don't talk about, but as you get more and more into the, what it is and like the aggressiveness of the activity, like that's the next level of, oh yeah. Like, and my friends always say, why do you, why do you take off so fast from the light? It's like, man, I'm just, it's, it's what you do. <laughs> you get it. It's off the line. You're just bump, 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 bump. I don't have an electric motor. I got to be the motor. So at the end of my ride, I guess I hit it too hard or something, but then it was, I press, press it in to upshift second lag, three second lag, and then, you know, double shift. I'm like, what the, and then today, same thing on the way to work. I'm like, what is going on? So I looked at my, my flywheel in the back, my little cog. And uh, one of the teeth was, was blown. So I think Hmm. there was too much tension on my i think there is currently too much tension on my chain and it must have pulled like it's putting too much shear on my Mm -hmm. teeth as i'm as i'm going across the gear and i and i don't know there's something else going on too because that it's not adding up so if any listeners know throw it in our gmail uh and tell me what's wrong with my bike because i am not like the bike guru yet i i know how to go fast and i I'm learning how to do everything myself, but every, this is a new one. And I think it's maybe just cause the bike's getting old. I'm not sure, but wow, that was a really long way to say what is on my list. Listeners is a <laughs> gravel bike. I want, I want, I want a gravel bike and it's been on my list for a very long time. I'm almost there and, uh, I'm really excited because I'm going get, to be getting a seat bag to go with it. And I will throw a link to some of the bikes I'm looking at. Uh, one of the brands I'm looking at is called Canyon. And they're a direct-to-consumer bike company. And unfortunately, uh, 
they're like out of stock on everything. And, and so I don't know, I guess I'm going to have to wait till next year. And that's just the way it is. But the Grizzle is the bike that I'm interested in. Um, and, and hopefully I'm able to get something that, that'll fit the bill. Cause I really want to do a gravel, gravel bike race next year. And so that's, that's on my, that's on my list. Um, yeah, I've, I've talked with Sean about it. I think a little, like slightly, uh, I'll probably ask him more questions about which one I should get the end of this, this episode. Cause I just love nerding out with him about it, but they don't have the sizes. So that's mine, Sean. What's, what's think- next on your Christmas? Oh, sorry. Anything to add? <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing, nothing to add. I'll move it on. My next two are food related. Uh, obviously I'm not going to have a top five of my Christmas and not be related to some sort of food. So the, the, the number three spot right now is high quality squeeze bottles for my Blackstone. So it's, it seems a little gimmicky, but I swear it's helpful. What, so, what is this? So with the Blackstone, you want to be able to quickly apply and with a lot of control, different liquids to the surface of the grill. For example, if you're going to do avocado oil or olive oil, you want to be able to usually most people use a squeeze bubble because you want to be able to deliver a high high amount of oil really fast with a nice tip that you can yep. control. Yep. It's not kind of a, a pour bottle that might glug or anything. A lot of people use like plastic squeeze <laughs> glug, bottles. Glug, glug, glug. And glug, glug. So I, I have a couple of like old bottles that I'm currently limping along, but they're cracked and they're not working super well. Uh-oh. So I want a nice set of squeeze bottles for the Blackstone. I want three, one for olive oil, one for avocado oil, and one for water, because water is really oh. crucial with the Blackstone to help you get the stuff that starts sticking to it up. So I want to do, I want like a nice three pack of that. So they're all consistent. The bottles aren't leaking oil everywhere. Like my current ones are, which is hysterical. Uh, so yeah, it's really simple, but it would really boost my no, Blackstone can- cooking. And then number four is actually, it's it's a t-shirt. I actually want to rep a local company. It's a restaurant in Solana Beach called Tony's Jacal. They've been open something like, like 77 or 78 years. It's hands down the best Mexican food that you can get in San Diego. And I we were there a couple of weeks ago, Kate and I, and I found out that they have merch. I had no idea, but they sell <laughs> t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, hats. Uh, beanies. I can't remember. They had something else too. And I was like, I want a freaking Tony's Chacal t-shirt. Like I want to rep what I think is the best mixing restaurant in San Diego. So it's, it's on my list. I think Kate might get it for me, uh, which I, I will rep this all the time. I have no problem repping Tony's, but wow. yeah. So squeeze bottles for the Blackstone and then and rep Tony's a company Tony's to call merch. I want one so bad. If you, if you want to make Sean's day listeners, you go out and get him some Tony Jacal's merch. Send it. We'll 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 send you our address. And uh, and wow, I mean that is that is awesome. So that's great, Sean. I actually have a place locally that I also want to get some merch from. It's called the Sleepy Whale. And same thing. It's good. What is it about wanting to rep like the local spots? There's something I don't there. know, but there is. Like I I would love to be wearing a Tony shirt and have somebody ask me what is that, and I tell them about you know the 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 company that I really support and I love, and I spend a lot of money there because they have really good food. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just repping the small guys. I love it. I, and I'm wearing my, I was trying to show you, I'm wearing my James coffee t-shirt right now. 
from from San Diego. It's my favorite coffee shop there. And they have just it's an owl. Speaking of owls, mm-hmm. they just have the <laughs> coolest little little branding and great coffee. And it makes me super happy. And I always get them when I go for rides, uh, bike rides. So it's kind of like a little how do you not have great coffee when you're riding a bike? Probably it's probably pretty hard, but it's also great coffee. So yeah. Um, no, I'm with you there. I'll end us off on my list with, uh, with two actually. And it's one is a knife sharpener that I'm really interested in getting. Cause I have a knife and I recommend listeners. If you, if you are getting into cooking and maybe have questions about what should I get to get better at cooking? My number one product for you right off the rip is going to be a high quality chef's knife. And we have a list of I have a list. I mean, if you if you want recommendations for your Christmas list on a good chef's knife, just let me know. But some of the brands, uh, oh man, I'm I'm blanking on some of them right off the top of my head. But um, I can throw some in the show notes for you. But I want a, a knife sharpener to go along with mine. Uh, is is what I'm. I believe Masuno is the brand that I have, and and it's an eight inch. Really, all that matters is um, as long as it's an eight-inch knife is is one of the I think prerequisites, mm-hmm. and and carbon steel is always good. Um, but you can you can go on any real I mean anything by Epicurious is is really good. They have a lot of good gear recommendations on there. Um, but yeah, I I don't need to tell you how to find a good knife. But if you want to know my perspective feel free to reach out at our Gmail. Um, and, and to go along with that, once I sharpen my blade, a new wood grain cutting board that's just a little bit bigger than the one I have now. I found one, Sean, at TJ Maxx a while back. And, oh man, it was just a, it was just a killer of a buy. I mean, I think it was like 20 bucks for a wood grain Ooh. Italian wood block cutting board and i couldn't even believe that i was because again i know how much these things can be and it was like a solid wood cutting board and i kind of like did a double take like is this really and that's how much it is because it just didn't seem like it added up and now after having it for i've had it in my apartment slash house now for four years used it every single day and no problems when i wash that thing it's like as good as new and again it's just like light water and and a little bit of a scrub scrub and then immediately Mm -hmm. dry of course because it's real wood but yeah no problems with separation again one of the big things is like warping or Mm -hmm. water gets in between the cracks of the wood grain if it's not high quality bonded or you know whatever their technique is for bringing the slabs together Uh, but man i've been impressed and I have no idea where this brand is from. It's from Italy somewhere. And it's just made me fall in love even more with wood grain cutting boards. More than I thought I was already. <laughs> it's just, it's the product that keeps on giving. I just want a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so that, like you definitely need to upgrade. Well, I, maybe I don't. It's, it's <laughs> you know, it's a gift. Sometimes, I don't know yeah. if you feel this way, Sean. Sometimes you put gifts where it's like, it would be nice to get, but are you okay? I, I feel like I'm getting to this point now where in my life, I'm very content with the things that I have. Mm-hmm. And if I get anything, it's just a, it's just a joy, right? It's like it, we're giving because we love. 
Yep. And that's what the way I view Christmas and giving gifts and, and, and if I get something that I really enjoy, then it's obviously going to be very nice. But, but as far as things that I really need, I don't have any real needs. And that's why it's just kind of fun to say, Hey, I would, I would, this would be great. And I yeah. probably won't get a gravel bike if I'm being honest, maybe, <laughs> maybe I will, but, uh, it's definitely on my list and I had to bring it up. So finish us out tonight and, uh, I'm interested to hear what your final wish list yeah. item is. Finalist actually connects to the first item on the list. I said, I think everyone should carry a flashlight and a knife on them at all times. And I am actually looking at a new knife that I really want. So I carry an SOG. I can't remember what kind it is. I've had it for like four or five years, but I carry it every day and it's only ever used to open boxes, but I love the knife. I love the styling. I love the look. I love the company. And it is an assisted open knife. So when knives, you have a non-assisted and assisted and an automatic. Other name for automatic is the switchblade, you know, where it's fully spring activated. You don't have to provide any any strength to it. Any input. And in California, automatic blades are only allowed if the blade itself is less than two inches long, which yeah. inherently most knives don't do, right? They're usually like three to five inch blades. But SUG carries a California special oh knife that's a fully automated. So it's fully spring loaded. So you don't have to provide any input other than just push the lever, but it's under the two inch rule. So it looks kind of funny, but I think I really like the looks kind of grown on me and I, I actually like it. So it's and I think like, it would be like fun. <laughs> what is this? What is this for? Like. It's just a pocket carry, same poking. opening boxes and stuff. Like it's poking and prodding. Poking and prodding, you know? <laughs> Anything, cutting boxes open, cutting poking, tape, you know? Just stupid, stupid stuff. But I I really want it. I've looked at it for a while, and it just it just is almost so funny to me. Like, I'm almost it, getting it ironically. Yeah. You know, like, this is all California will let me have, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to push the boundary. I'm looking at it, and I'm not going to lie that. The blade to hilt ratio is way <laughs> off. It looks, it's yeah, the, the the ratio is hysterical. Oh but I'm gosh. telling you, I want it. I want it. I don't know why. Hashtag poking prod. Hashtag poking prod. Yes. So this is this is the last thing on my list. Ties in with the flashlight. If I could get an upgraded knife, an upgraded flashlight, dude, I'd be so stoked walking around with all this new gear in my pockets. Uh, yeah. So that 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 rounds it out for me. Well, I I love it, and I I mean. Thanks for the, I, <laughs> I, like the, I like it. I, I think it's a really cool product and I, I wouldn't, I mean, I can see why it, it's very well made. There's no doubt about it. I just, that blade is just hilarious. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. oh, so when you get this thing, I'm going to come and check it out because I'm now don't get me wrong. I'm sure this is a great box cutter opener. Um, but uh, yeah, listeners, you should check it out. We'll, do you want to put a link in the show notes, Sean, or is this yeah, one you want to no, keep to, keep no, to we yourself? Can, <laughs> we can go for it. We can put it in the show notes. Okay. Uh, no, I, I think it's a cool product. I think it's also just silly that, if I can be fair, now that I'm officially in Arizona, um, <laughs> that this is what you're, you have to say. And honestly, yeah. there's, there's like a box that says, please acknowledge that by checking this box, you're adhering to these states. Um, because they're not allowed in said states. Mm-hmm. 
for automatic knives. So, but if you, I guess if you didn't live in one of those states, you just get it just to also have a really yeah. short knife. Yeah. And that'd I, be kind of weird. I'd like I wouldn't to know that if I wasn't in California. Well, it's, it's probably pretty sweet. I, anyway, I, I don't know. I'm just, we can talk more about it later, Sean, you and your, your, your cool knife. Um, but I do think overall, uh, our lists are, are very diverse and, and different, a lot of value. And thank you for, <laughs> I, I just, I really like that sog knife at the end. Um, and hopefully I listeners, I will say, add, if you have any tips for knife sharpener kits and Sean, if you have any insight, do you mm-hmm. have a knife sharpener kit? I do. Yeah. You, you should, uh, let me know what you have because I'm, I'm interested in understanding the process. I've never really dove into this. And so, uh, I'll definitely let you know after this Christmas, if I get one and then I'll be asking you, how do I use it? So deal. Um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for taking the time tonight to share these with us and with the listenership listeners. We hope you found value here and you're enjoying your Christmas plans. Uh, I mean, there's, there's so much to do, right, Sean, we've got, we've got to get ready for the end of the year, which is right around the corner. And Mm -hmm. we have, we actually are going to have time to relax and spend time with family. So this is wonderful. Uh, listeners, we hope you're taking the time to do that. And if you felt like we missed anything, or maybe you wanted to say, Hey, great job on picking that item. I didn't know about a couple of these that Sean added. And, and that is always fun for me. Um, so if there are things that really got you excited, leave them directly in our Spotify in the comments below. Again, that's a new feature. We want to highlight it. It's very cool. And for all those who were a part of our 2023 wrapped, we appreciate you guys for making us uh, your number our uh, your number one podcast. That really was a was an awesome thing to see. And thank you for all those that tune in worldwide. Uh, for any other questions, concerns, you can reach us at our Gmail account. And we hope you enjoy this episode as it comes out on Friday, 6 a.m. That's our normal opening time for the podcast. So mark your calendars for that day. And without further ado, we're going to close it down. You know where to find us. At the How How to to Hobby Hobby Podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How to Hobby Podcast. We hope you enjoyed what you've heard. And if you did, please don't hesitate to give us a five-star review and or follow us wherever you digest your podcast. We'll catch you next time. And wherever you are, we wish you the best. Thanks for listening.